What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Monday Night Roski. Going in with no condom on. Yes, indeed. We are back for the less than family-friendly show. It is the evening time. Kids should be doing their extracurricular activities or at least their homework or at least they should be doing something beneficial to the family. Indeed, they should not be scrolling TikTok right now. We back in here, and y'all brothers are nasty as hell. I see by oh, now, my latest poll, you guys watching this teenage young man, 19 years old, he's a student. He's definitely from the junior college. And uh, he's marrying, this is a 72-year-old billionaire. It is a 76-year-old billionaire. Hey, I got money. my man looking at them feet. All right, them gremlin feet, them stretch marks, them varicose veins, them granny panties. Oh, my goodness. This is just disgusting. All right, man, my man looking at her feet like Miss Eloise, Lady Eloise. It's all right now, Al. Let mama make it all better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And looking at toenail fungus. All right. All kind of nasty, creepy, crawly. That. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. All the humanity. All the humanity. Mm. That stank. You know that thing stank. That funk of 40,000 years. That muskrat. Oh, that beef. Oh, reprehensible. But it is a billion dollars, so I know a lot of Coach Gang members going to not pass up that billion dollars. So let me just say something right here. I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, she a billionaire. I mean, you have to go across that thing for four days out of the month. The funk of 40,000 years, 50, 11 years. Woo-wee! That thing got to be just creepy, crawly, just with the hair on it. Oh. You guys are disgusting, you nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. You nice and disgusting. Straight jacket. I can't even show my teeth. Y'all gonna crawl in that four days a month? Mm. You know what? For a billion dollars, everybody's got a price. Mm. Anyway, we got a great show today. We got these topics here. And we're gonna breeze through it today because we're talking about how the sexual revolution failed American women. And we're gonna use... A young lady who is, has a British accent, so she's a little bit tough to understand. But uh, supposedly she's somebody. Somebody sent me the video. And uh, we're going to talk about it and see if this young conservative, traditional conservative woman can uh, lead us in the right direction. Or at least maybe put some sense on this so it's just not me raining down on their heads. All right. So we got these topics here. And uh, to contribute to today's show, Dollar Sign CGA live on the Cash App. Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams and that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel or you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel and there might be a couple stories that I interject in here so forth and so on. All right, so check this out. Check, 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 check this out. Let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to Dev Roll. He says, Coach, here's my contribution to the home of the Free Agent Lifestyle, guy." <laughs> Did I see Michael Strahan's girlfriend, Kayla Quick? She has a past from a script club 
gig to stealing her grandma's jewelry and my man uh Michael Strahan showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. Yes, um, we're gonna touch on that. Thanks for reminding me because I did forget about that article. I wanted to put it in last week's show, but um I did save it in my browser, but I saw your super chat and we're gonna talk about Michael Strahan. And uh, one thing that I've been saying, black men, let's just be honest with each other. We get the lowest grade women of <laughs> even when we go interracial, we got the bottom of the barrel. Niggas always gotta show they <laughs> what is it with black men? You know what I mean? Black women be saying black men is the problem. And I'll be like, no, they're not. They, black men are the problem. Well, I'm starting to look. I'm starting to look, brothers, like. Niggas always gotta show they We've been taking some L's, low-grade people. Did I ever tell you the story of the time that I was in Hawaii and this Australian chick, you know, she ran up on me, little blondie, tenderoni. I was in, like, you know, about to approach 24. I think I'm, like, 24 or 25 at the time, right before I was thinking about getting married, okay? So I'm about that age, right? So we go to Hawaii, and this little... Uh, Australian chick cutting her eyes at me. At me, we're on. I'm on the beach. We're on a road trip with my basketball team. We're playing the University of Hawaii. I see her cutting her eyes at me. I said teeth. She's cutting her eyes at me. I see she's with an older man. Obviously, her father. She's a young tenderoni. And um, you know, I go and approach, run game. And as you guys know, when women are on vacation, they turn into complete whores. I'm just letting you know, complete. I mean, the, the nonsense that a woman does on vacation, it's they, they do all kind of nasty shit. So I go up, peep the game. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I get up in there, crawl all up in her backside. <laughs> crawl, crawl all up in her backside. And we hung out the whole week. I think I was there for a week. We hung out three, four days, got them cheeks. And she went back and had my kid allegedly. So if there's a black guy in Australia with a bald head and he's uh, 20 something years old, that's my kid. He's on the western side of Australia. So somewhere she definitely had my kid. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, I'm walking. I always tell you the story. I'm walking and she's a little blonde Australian chick with googly Australian eyes. You know what I mean? They all got googly eyes. They all got googly eyes. So anyway, she got googly eyes, blonde, white chick, little tiny petite, five foot two. We're walking out, and she's all on the brother. We're walking out, and I'm with my basketball team. Our sports information director, our sports information director, he's part of the team, the media. He sees us from afar away. All he sees is a little ninja, all right, me with this blondie chick, okay? And then... He didn't know it was me. And then he walked up past me. And as he's passing me, he recognizes me. And he's like, hey, Greg. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, what's up? So later on, later on, I see him on the bus. We're kind of going back and forth for the game. And he was like, I, I just got to tell you something. He was like, when I saw you from afar, I was mad. When I saw you from afar, I was mad. And uh, look, they already just shut me down over here. They don't want to hear the story. Wait a minute. And, um. And um, yeah, good day, Mike. I got a sign, mate. So he said, I saw you from afar. I was mad. And he's like, why? And he was like, because there's a black guy with a prime blonde, like a, a real good looking blonde chick. Okay, yes. And I was showing my teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. 
So he saw me and he's like, there's a black guy with a good looking blonde chick. Because they most have seen y'all with mastodons and all kind of oh, humanity. So he saw me and he said he was angry until he realized it was me. And then he saw it was me and he was like, oh. And then he said this. He said, I normally see black men with low quality white women and I normally don't care. But is he says, when I see one with a nice white woman, I'm pissed. And he said, all I saw was your teeth and her blonde hair. So let me tell you something. When it comes to it, he said he was capping. He was still angry. Well, yeah, I mean, he was still angry, but he did give me it like a, he was like, well, you know, I wasn't as angry. He still was mad because he was a beta. You know what I mean? And then he seen me smashing her out. Yes. Select the racism and the fact he was like, well, I guess I know you. He was like, if there's more, if there's one thing I hate more than a ninja, a ninja or a nigra. Hey, what's the one thing? What's the one thing that racist white men hate more than a nigra? And you got to put ninja when you comment this. What is the one thing that a racist white man hates more than a ninja? Let's see if you got it. Maybe my Paul Mooney. My Paul Mooney fans are going to know this. What is the one thing a racist white man hates more than a ninja? Let's see if y'all got it. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Bob Dukes. <laughs> uh, a ninja lover. Uh-oh. A ninja lover. A ninja lover. That's that's one thing. <laughs> Shout out to Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney told me that joke. If there's one thing they hate more than a ninja, it's a ninja lover. All right. And so he didn't necessarily hate me as much as he hated that blonde Kaylee. So with that being said, I figure I share that story. I feel that I share that story because this going to have to be on uh, when we get to the Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan, what we doing out here? We marrying scrippers? Dude. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, shout out to Stony Montana. Coach, did you see that J-Lo picked the fight with Ben, then make fake smile for the camera right after? She's she, she, she going to hit him with the... I'm not happy. He says, that man is miserable. Uh, yes, we're going to show that clip. I got it lined up. Um, and I have an opinion about Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, whatever his name is. JC says, welcome to the Mastodon Mondays in here. Hit me with that barbecue. It's barbecue in there. We got Cash App Love. Here we go. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, we do. River, bacon, coffee on me today. Free agent lifestyle for the win. We be winning out here. <laughs> Danny says, shout out to the free agent lifestyle. No gummy BJ. Oh, yes. There's a funny clip in the movie. I think it's called Yes Man with Jim Carrey. And so this is going to remind me of that. There's a funny scene with Yes Man and Jim Carrey where his neighbor is an old woman, like an old muumuu wearing woman, and he she wants to be with Jim Carrey, and uh, Jim Carrey always says no. He turns her down, but then he gets—I don't want to give the movie away—but he gets possessed and he has to say yes to everything in order for some motivation, and um, he has to say yes to everything. So when his neighbor Granny comes on to him, he has to say yes. And she dropped that neck and she put that gummy on him and he was never the same. <laughs> she gave him that gummy and he was like, oh, he was like, hello. Yeah, the movie is Yes Man. So the clip is with the granny. The granny always was trying to give him something. And 
I know some people don't watch the movie. I know I, I didn't want to give it away. But the granny gave him that gummy and he was like, he was hooked on it. <laughs> you nasty boys, man. I'm going to tell you. Oh, that's nasty. Like she had a scene where she took her dentures out of her mouth and put it in that cup and she dropped that neck. Yes, indeed. It's barbecue in there. She dropped that neck. Now, I've never had a gummy, but you know. <laughs> Oh, man, watch out for grannies. Hey, the one thing I will tell young people, because I, you know, when you're young, you just can't imagine old people doing the do, if you will. I'm trying to keep it PG. Young people cannot imagine old people doing the do. Like in your mind, in my mind, when I was a teenager, you were like, people over 40 have SEX? Like, no. Meanwhile, when you're a man, you're having some of the best that you can have. And so when you find out people in their 60s and 70s be getting it on, even if he can't do nothing, he got fingers and tongues. He's like, we could do this. So grannies be giving gun gummies. They do. You know what I mean? So anyway, this was a family show. But let's get into the show, if you will. And uh, we'll come back to the contributions. Men think they are visiting the junior college. But uh, speaking of a granny, this is a granny thing show today. This is a reprehensible show. But men are going think they're going to the junior college. Instead, they're going to a granny, a granny's house, which this granny's house was allegedly, I'm I'm assuming, in Texas. Shout out to everybody in Texas. This must be Amarillo or uh or Lubbock. Somebody posted this as a brothel. They posted her address as a brothel. Oh, I got another funny story. I have another funny story. I just forgot about this one. I pulled up on a woman who was selling peace leave. I'm going to tell you how I did it. It was very innocent. And she was a bust down. And she was selling peace leave. But I'm going to tell you that story. Remind me to tell you. But here it is. Texas woman plagued by men showing up to her home after her address was shared online as a brothel. Now, I don't know if they know it's a granny on the other side. So I don't think they know that. They're just showing off. They're just showing up for somebody. And they don't care. Let's go ahead and take you to the clip. Stranger after stranger, one after another. Why are they walking up to a nice lady's home and ringing the doorbell? They're all uninvited. So who are these guys? What can yeah. I do for you? I'm here for Nikki. For who? For the past. My man said, I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you could say she was a sex fiend. What city was this? Odessa? What city was this? I missed it. Nine months, Elaine White has been inundated Ooh. with total... Look at this granny, granny panties out here getting... And you know she took took a couple of dudes in. She was in a bind. Don't lie to me. I'm in a bind, mate. Strangers showing up at her front door in Plano, Texas. There was a gentleman sitting on my bench out front with a six-pack of Miller Lite, a six-pack of Bud, and six-pack of Heineken, and a bottle of whiskey. Why are they here? Turn Man, look at what, dude, what is going on? These brothers out here trying to get it on. Wow. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you, I think 60% of these are married men. What is going on, man? She got a whole business here. Turns out they think Elaine's house is the best little whorehouse in Texas, just like the famous Dolly Parton movie. Lots of good wheel and maybe one small thrill, but there's nothing dirty going on. Men are literally showing up at your door looking for a prostitute. 
That is correct. My address had been given out on a sex website that men go to and they pay for sex by Venmo and then they give them an address oh my God. and it's mine and then they come here. I was supposed to meet someone here. Uh, for uh, drugs or sex. Um, Second one. You have to be scared. Oh man, this is terrible. Men are down bad. Men are down bad. Damn. Scared. Strange men showing up at your door. Don't be scared. Be prepared. And that's what I started doing. You can say that again. Elaine is so agitated about the men coming to her door. She's arming herself with a pistol. She got four inch barrel. Damn, she got a six shooter. That's got to be Texas. All right. That's got to be Texas. She got the old six shooter out. That can't even call you. That's the jammy. That ain't even the blinky. She pulled the old dirty Harry out in this mug. <laughs> it is loaded. And I will use it the next time they come here. She's also posted warning signs across her lawn and the police department put up security cameras on the street. But when the warnings don't work, Gutsy Elaine has another way to send them running. Get off my front porch. Hey, hey, I man, that's crazy, boy. Man, y'all out here nasty as hell. Y'all out here honey. Oh, that's nasty. Man, that's terrible. She got that Red Dead Redemption, that wired herb. <laughs> yeah, she got that wired herb. She got that old, you know what I mean? Reach for the, she got that, um, she got that hang them high. She got that hang them high, Clint Eastwood. She got that Clint Eastwood going on. <laughs> she got the double barrel, spin on your fingers. She got the damn Yosemite Sam out there. Mm. Shout out to her, man. She gonna play around. Hey, look, that Y, <laughs> she got that YI order. Ain't them high how noon on your monkey monkey ass. Uh, showdown on the damn hoedown. All right, but uh, check this out. Here's my story. I got another story. So when I was working as a fitness trainer in Newport Beach, this woman comes in and she wants to inquire about fitness training. She comes into the gym. I do a little bit of a consultation with her. I give her my information. Um, I don't remember if she stored it in her phone, but she was like, hey, I'll text you. I'll call you when I need a... um." When I want to get a consultation, right? And so I was like, okay. And the woman was a, you know, Gordita. Let's just, this is describe her as the 10 fat finger. She wasn't even that big though. She wasn't that big, but she wasn't small. So she lived in Corona Del Mar. Anybody know about Corona Del Mar? Uh, essentially what they have is they have houses, but they're kind of townhouses. So you'll see one big house, but there are two houses split up. If you know what I mean. Um, anyway. In the beach area on the coast side uh, of uh, uh, Corona Del Mar. So anyway, um, go, weeks go by. I get a text message from her and she said she's interested. I don't know what she was insinuating, but she basically was like, hey, um, um, I'm still interested. Or are you still interested or what? something like that? I can't remember the exact conversation. So I said, yes, um, if you are looking to get started, you can meet me here. And I gave her the address to the gym. And she was like, oh, no, can you meet my, my house? Now, here's the thing. I did in-home training at the time. So it was not out of the realm of possibility that I would meet somebody at their house. Back at this point, I would go from community to community. So I would I could either train you there or train you at your house. It was not out of the realm of possibility. So I was like, OK, I'll meet you at your house. But knowing she lives in Corona Del Mar, um, I, I know there's not a lot of space in these places. So I'm like, I just can't figure it out. So she gives me the address. It's a block and a half away from one of the gyms that I use. I go to her place. It's in the back 
back of a main house. So it's in it's in the back, if you know what these little houses look like. I get to the door, and I open the door. She was like, just come on in. I open the door, and the room is dark. The room is dark, but his has candles lit. He <laughs> has candles lit. And the music that's playing is Easy Lover by uh, Philip Bailey. And um, who was the simp, the simp of the year? Is it Phil Collins? It's Phil Collins. Easy lover. You take your heart like you won't see it. Like this shit, like this, penthouse letters. So I'm sitting there. I'm confused, right? I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, man, what is this? I got my training, my clipboard and shit, my whistle. You know what I mean? I got my heart rate monitor and my skin fold calipers. I'm ready to do a consultation. <laughs> So she playing Easy Lover and shit in the background, and it's um, and the room's all with candles and shit like this. So I'm standing there like, what the hell's going on? She comes out of the room. There's another room. She comes out. Of, I'm sitting there like, what are we doing? Like, what is this shit? And um, and she's like, oh, she sees who I am. And she's like, oh, you're not, you're not so and so. You're so and so. You're the trainer. And I was like, yeah. I was like, what do you got going on? She was like, oh, I I hope you understand. I give massages. I give massages for her freaking, like, I give massages for um she, for a job. That's what she does. And I'm looking around like, this shit don't look like no massage. <laughs> this does not look like a massage. So she sells peace leave, too. And she, uh, she texted me. I was like, you know what? I'm not, you know, I, I, I thought you wanted a training session. You don't want training. You obviously thought I was somebody else. I'm going to go. So I dipped up out of there. I was like, what the hell? So turns out she texted me. She was like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I do have some clientele that I deal with that I give private massages. You know, I'll be your private dancer. She does private. And guys, this is in a family neighborhood. This shit is in a family neighborhood right on uh, Marguerite. If you guys know Pacific Coach Highway. Going to Corona Del Mar, going to Big Corona. This is on a family street. This bitch, I did not hit that because I was hitting way better. But I was like, man, what in the hell? She was selling peace leave and doing private massages. And the woman was like, she was in her 40s. She was in her 40s and she was like chunky. I'm like, man, this is dude. I didn't seen it all. I didn't see it at all. She was quite embarrassed. I did not hit. I'm letting all know. I did not hit. She did not have me in her warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. I got out of there, bro. I was like. And I make it last forever. Yes, I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. All right. Somebody said I probably would have hit. <laughs> Dude. I wasn't, dude, I was not starving that bad. Not for her. Yeah, that brother's starving. You know, I was like, nah, not them big, heavy, nasty. I was like, nah. she came out in the uh, negligee. She came out. This shit was like a throwback to the 80s. She came out with a negligee. She put her arm on the damn, you know, on the uh, door frame. She came out like with the old Ravishing Rick Rude song in the background. Kind of like she came out lean, high, sexy, high toots. She came out like, uh, what's the girl's name? Mae West and shit with a fucking boa around her head. She came out spinning her boa. I was like, 
with her big fat feet. I was like, oh, yeah, that seductive pose with her hips. Her hips is way up here, like kaboom, kaboom. I was like, damn. I was like, why do I deserve this shit? Who would have clapped? Who would have clapped cheeks? Was it Mae Young? Yeah, she looked like Mae Young. Anyway, junior college girl needs daddy to jumpstart the car. This goes back to my story earlier today. Let's take a look um, at, uh, we were talking about, you know, the young women need fathers in their lives. Because when they get to the point of, you know what I mean, nobody's there to save them, they don't know what to do. So here it is right here. Uh, This is from Mr. Commander. He says, these are the girls coach was talking about earlier jump-starting their car. Let's go ahead and play it. Jump her car. And the whole thing is melting. Why are the, the jumper cables are straight up melting? Hold up. They're melting. Oh, no. What is going on? Oh, man. I'm out of water. Oh, the humanity. Water? Water? They're out of water. <laughs> look at look look look. This is who this is who who this is the who don't need no man right here. This is what y'all doing. These people about to kill themselves. There's actually another um. There's actually another clip that I couldn't find of women. They burnt their car down trying to jumpstart their car. Like this is bad news. What are we using water on a jump started battery for? Please help me out. Trying to jump her car. And the whole thing is man. I do. This is impossible. This how in the bruh? How in the world this cannot happen? Oh Why are the, the jumper cables are straight up oh melting? No. Hold up. The oh no! I don't need no man. Oh what is going on? What is going? What is going on? What is going on? Oh man. These women out here, man, I tell you, bro, this is like when women say, well, you guys can't take care of kids. Dude, it's easy. Taking care of kids is super easy. Come on, man. <laughs> this kid about to kill her. So, oh, no. Oh, she got her yoga pants on. Let me see what she's working with back there. All right. Not much. She got a little thickness. All right. She, all right. All right. Look, man. I'm out of water. <laughs> Three young girls cannot figure this out. This is uh, devastating. It's actually devastating. And there is a funnier video about three young girls, maybe a few more. And it might be a skit. Um, It might be a skit. So we're going to go over to it. Why not? Ladies, can y'all jumpstart a car? Can y'all jumpstart a car? This is, ter- this is terrible. Apparently, guys try to help women who are driving with the jumper cable still attached. Ladies, explain yourselves out here. I'm I'm thinking this is a skit. Oh no, no, oh no, 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 no. Hey, don't drive. Hey, hey, I, w- I wouldn't drive. Oh, don't drive like that. Hey, uh, miss, miss, you're not gonna drive like that, are you? I don't want the. This is crazy. Hey, no, they don't drive like that. I wouldn't. Okay, well, 
This is a strong and independent way. Hey, maybe they're going to find out a new way to do things, guys. Don't stop them. Where are they going? Where are they? What is happening? Subaru. The battery. You're not doing anything with the battery. They're not even hooked up to the battery. No. Hey, I don't. They could just take the cables off. Both batteries seem to be working. You shouldn't be doing this. We're not hitting on you. Uh Oh, they got boyfriends. We want to help you. They got boyfriends. She keeps saying we have boyfriends. Hey, should I go out and like? No. Go around. Pull up and just tell them stop driving like that. Go around. Hey, what are what are y'all do? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? Hey, girls. What are you doing though? What are you doing? That doesn't work. We're not hitting on you. She said we're not interested. <laughs> we're not interested. Uh, why do they always think you're about to hit on them, man? This is crazy. We're not interested. We're not. Hey, we're okay. Are you? Should we try now? Well, flat back out there too. Just hop out and just okay. Here, stop. Hey, just stop for a second. We're not hitting on. We're not hitting on you. We want to help. Yeah, you got. Yeah, but you need to stop. No, take the cables off. You have to take them. You could get electrocuted. This is not good. What? There's just okay. I guess they think your battery though. Stop. You both cars are working. You don't need to plug dad's it in. A mechanic. I know. Your oh. dad's a mechanic. Well, you should call her dad's a mechanic. All <laughs> right. We think this is straggle sniggle theater for sure. She said, "Hey, they got the license plate, so it's Tennessee." Oh, I was wondering where it was. They got boyfriends. Seriously, stop recording. Uh-oh. No, we're not. Like, stop recording. We, we're not interested. We said that a thousand we times. <laughs> She's smiling. Oh, man. Do you, what in the world? This can't be real. This is crazy. Seriously, stop recording. No, what? we're not. Like, stop recording. She got her whole 304 uniform on. She got more holes than she has jeans. She says, stop recording. We're not interested. We said that a thousand we don't, times. We're not oh, interested wow. in you. No, if you do that, you put hurt Okay, yourself. we don't need your guys' help. Oh. We're fine. We've got I it. And please stop recording. Your dad's a mechanic. It really seems like. Yeah, we know what we're doing. Okay. You know what? Hey, you know what? Don't hurt Ma'am, ma'am, just take it off. There's a flat back. You, we're both? trying to get the air. Yep, there's Kaylee. To work. Both? We're trying to get the air condition to work. There's Kaylee. Cars are working. Oh Both cars are working. You don't. <laughs> we have to share this planet with these people, man. We're trying to get the air conditioning to work. The air conditioning has From nothing to do with your battery. Yes, it does. We know right. what we're doing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh Nate, look at that ego. Oh, look at that face, man. We know what we're doing. You don't have to help us. <laughs> All right, shout out to her right there, man. Hey, I hope that. I hope. This is why I say don't help them, man. I hope that's a skit. I hope the guy that's a skit. That's crazy. All right. Who really messed up Gen Z and the millennials? We speed through topics here on the late Roski show. Who really messed up Generation Z and the millennials? Let's go to the footage. And there's a woman here. She used a lot of curse words. So apologies that this is a family show. Sometimes we share stuff that I can't even share it. Sometimes there'd be so much cuss words and N words in it. But uh, we effed up Gen X. We effed up Gen X. So this woman's going to say Generation X are the ones that messed up Generation Z and the millennials. Do you agree? It's everything that they fucking wanted. 
She loud, bro. Hold up. Let me go back. Here we go right here. Let me give her a little bit of volume. NX alone. If you are not Gen X, go ahead and scroll. Okay, now that they're gone, we fucked up. Gen X, yes, we fucked up and we fucked up big time. We caused the entitlement of Gen Z and some of the millennials. When we started giving those little motherfuckers participation trophies, telling them that all they had to do was show up and it was enough, we caused the entitlement. When we stopped forcing them to fucking compete oh, and told them I'm that out. they could be anything that they wanted to be, they grew up and took that shit literally. These little motherfuckers are like little amphibians running around, just changing sex now. They don't want to work for shit because why the fuck should they? We told them that just showing up and being them entitled them to everything that they fucking wanted. I get why we did it. Our childhoods were fucking savage and we wanted better for them. But maybe, maybe sometimes better isn't best. Maybe they needed to lose. Have the shame of being a fucking loser. Maybe we should have ignored their ass a little bit more like our parents ignored us. I mean, we turned out pretty fucking great. Oh, uh, well, well, not you didn't. You did. And you turned out all the humanity. Potty mouth. Uh, Gen, Gen X did not grow up very well all right gen x definitely were the latchkey kids um left out many of us were the earliest forms of the divorce divorce culture uh we grew up as the strong and independent mom kids our first our women were the first real career women on some of that on that some of that anita hill bullshit that claire huxtable huxtable all our women thought they was going to get weave and jobs like it wasn't that bad it wasn't as bad but uh, yeah, man, I, I can't disagree with what she's talking about here, uh, especially with Gen Z. Millennials is not Gen X's fault. Millennials is not Gen X's fault. Millennials are boomers' fault. All right, but Gen X, we got to go on and take Gen Z. That's our L. We got to take it. We got to take it. And they're not even finished yet. They're not even finished yet. So they're still got some room to grow. And uh, if we want to be critical of these younger generations, old heads, we got to take that L. Gen X, yeah, I um, I've been I've been very critical saving Gen X, but yes, Gen X, we got to take an L. We got to take an L. Everybody got to take an L. It's everybody's fault. It's not Jerm just Jermaine's fault. Let's hear her party mouth still still going. So clearly, the boomers were on to something. They coddled their asses as children, and now they still want to be fucking coddled as adults. We should have beat them just a little bit more. That well, let them go through a little bullying to make them more resilient. That's true. We fucked up, y'all. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with her assessment. I can't disagree with her assessment. Uh, Gen X, I normally come to your rescue on this. I'm Generation X, I'm a Gen Xer. Uh, Gen X, we got to take the L for Gen Z. We got to hold that L. I can't. He said it's too late now. She Listen, we were the ones who there was a couple of books. Let me see here. There was a couple of books here. Let me see. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the books. I'm going to show you the loser book for Gen X parents. Let me see here. How to what is it here? How to parent without parenting. Let me see here. Let me see if I can find this book. Oh, shoot. I can't find a book. We were the first book parents. We were the first parents that try to learn from a book. Anybody know the book I'm talking about? 
It's not Dr. Spock. It was like, um, yeah, we were the timeout parents. We were the timeout parents, not parenting for dummies. Oh, it was like, uh, shit. Uh, it was like a baby book. I can't remember what it was. But we were the first parent uh, that parented out of books. We were the ones that put up charts, charts on checking off when the kids were fed, checking off all of this shit. We were the ones trying to do all of that. We split up families. And we were the ones that says, um, don't tell your kids. Oh, there it is. What to expect when inspecting. That's the book. Thank you, uh, TB. That's the book. What to expect. When inspect, when it, what is it? Why, when it, I'm messing it up. So here's the years right here. Oh, it's a movie? Oh, shit. It's a movie. So they came up with a series of books right here. Let me share it with y'all. This is Gen X parenting to a T. We parented out of books right here. So I think here's the, this, this was the first one. What to expect when in, when you're expecting and it goes through a bunch of things, what you should do when you're, an, when you're a parent. 2008. So that's right in the middle of when Gen X, that Gen Zers were born. Gen Zers were born around, around this time right here. Right? And I think that book is even older than that. That's not even the proper year. I know that book is way older than that, for sure. I know that book is way older than that. Then they came, what to expect the first year. These book years are not the accurate year. What to expect, and then they went crazy. You know, any author that has a successful book, now they do everything. What to expect eating well when you're expecting. Uh, let me see here. What to expect in the first year. All right, she didn't just spun off everything. Understand, let me see here. What to expect before you're expecting. All right, there's another one here. What to expect. Uh, okay, they see, they got a cold bunch of, anyway, chapter. Four. So, yeah, parent magazines. It was a book first, then they turned it into a movie. So, guys, I would say Gen's, Gen X parents, and we were the ones that said, don't tell your kid no, that's going to be the first thing they learn. Uh, don't spank them. Don't spank your kid. Why? Because somebody in the book said don't spank them. Oh, don't hit. Oh, physical violence causes those. There's no statistics. They, they pull out the data. There are no statistics that says spanking works, which I'm not a, I'm not a big spanker, but um, I'm, I'm not, not going to use it. But what's going to happen is what happens is <laughs> they don't realize they use these books and there's they use these they, these books. And then they said that essentially what would happen was this is how the kids would turn out. Now, some of these liberal parents, some of these liberal parents were the absolute worst parents. Trust me, I went through the education system with the kids, meaning I went to the school. I went to the preschools. I went to the orientations for pre-K and kindergarten. Some of the parents that had, could not control their kids were most of the time the most educated parents and book parents and liberals. Their kids were off the chart goofy. And there was no wrong. There was no wrong. If the kid wanted to paint color outside the line, well, this induces creativities. You don't have to color in the lines. Now, my ass, I got OCD. I got OCD. I'm like, bruh, color in the lines, ninja. But a, but a liberal parent will say they need to you restrict their creativity if you don't let them play with glue. So you're trying to have ordering, organizing, and you're a teacher. You're trying to organize. And then here comes the one kid of the liberal mom and dad, the liberal family. They don't want to tell their kids no. They don't let them play in the playground. He has a peanut allergy. He wears a helmet. He wears a helmet. He doesn't drink water out of bottles. You got to drink it out of a glass. 
and he getting glue everywhere. He got glue. He eating it. He peeling it off. And the teacher's trying to have uh, or organization. So the parents like, hey, he's just expressing himself. <laughs> like what? Because they're scared to parent their kids. And let's just be honest. A lot of these these parents today, you guys are some coward ass parents. You're scared of your kids. And when these kids get older, they know it. You're scared of them. You ain't scared of no damn kid. Gluten-free, dude. I remember I <laughs> there were some other kids I do. I was training this couple, and this kid had every allergy in the book. I'm like, this kid gonna die. What the fuck? Is he gonna die? What you can't eat? Can't eat this, can't eat that, can't eat this, can't eat that. I'm like, ninja. These people scared of they damn kids. Man, most kids turn out to be nothing anyway. Look at y'all. I mean, look at y'all adults. Look at what you turned out. <laughs> look at how you guys turned out. Nobodies. Y'all scared that your kid going to be a nobody. Okay. Most people turn out to be nobodies. <laughs> yeah, too many. They want to poke. Oh, oh, the parents that didn't want to give the, va the, the pokes. All right, there's a vaccine for this. There's parents that I don't want to give my kid the poke. Kids all on the damn spectrum, all over the place. Old-ass parents, they show up. Dude, you know what was funny? You know what was funny? You go to a you go to kindergarten class, and depending on what state you go in, kindergarten, the parent ages went all across the board. So you go to kindergarten, there's parents in there that were 40. Second marriage, First marriage, they produce no kids. Second marriage, this kid's a test tube baby. Okay. And then they got married late and had IVF, a surrogate, and a whole test tube ass baby. Here come this damn kid. He just a dumb, the dumb, dumb, dumb. Here he come. He the dumbest kid coming. But they both rich and got careers. All right. And they can barely stick around long enough. They own their cell phone, taking me. Okay. So you got that parent. Then you had teenage parent ass people up in there. You had people that had their kid at 15. Now they're 20 and 21 in kindergarten meeting. <laughs> you sitting there like, what the fuck? So you had a wide spectrum. And then you had people who got married late. And that's you. Right? Well, they had a Hail Mary baby. So she's now 36. They got their kid. And then everybody else in the kind of a normal age range. They're like 28, 23, 25 in a normal age range. It was savage, man. You got all of these kids coming together. Some went to Montessori. Some went to a, a damn a boys and girls club daycare. Some kids had liberal parents. Some super man, please. It was a pure hellhole. Get your kids out of public school. This is a pure hellhole. Like this is a collision course of cultures and, and all kind of shit. You got divorced parents, split parents. Parents that smoke weed with their kids, parents that don't ain't never gave their kid a peanut. <laughs> and then the one teacher sitting up there, like, oh shit. It's bad. It's bad. It was bad, man. I'm telling you, man. And most people don't even have the decisions, the illusion of choice. The illusion of choice. I want to ask you something Are you free or are you a slave? Are you free or are you a slave? I want to ask you something. Do you truly have choice? Most of you guys don't even have, you have what you call the illusion of choice. In essence, they give you a couple of options, but you really ain't free. 
You can't even select what school your kids go to. And the only way you can do so is to move. And even then you're restricted. They say, oh, you moved to this neighborhood. Guess what? This is the school your kid will go to. <laughs> what kind of choice is that? Then you go to the district. I don't want them to go to this school. I want to go to that school over there. You can't. Why? Well, you live in this district zone right here. You live in this school's district zone. Yeah, but I heard bad things about that school. I want to go there. You can't. That's that's what gets that's what free education is. That's free education. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Now, the only way to beat that is to put them in private school. But guess what? Y'all ain't got no money. You broke. You broke. But you guys vote this in, and I'm going to tell you something. I once heard someone who was a survivor of what they call the Holocaust. In this survivor, they had a very, very strange message to what the overarching message was. And we thought they would say, well, listen, this guy came in. He was a terror. He started making rules, and he started deciding what we were going to do. Thus, we ended up like this. However, she didn't say that. You know what she said? You know what she said? She said, here's the thing, what people don't know, and the media won't tell you, and they will never tell you this. Most everything that happened during that period, we voted for. Uh-oh. The illusion of freedom. The illusion of choice. Y'all don't know. And we still do this today. But you, most everything that they did, they allowed them to choose between the lesser of evils. They allowed them to choose what it is, the decision that was ultimately made many times, choosing the worst, the worst. But it was posed as the best. It was elected. It was you chose to be in these positions. And we do this today. We do this today and we argue back and forth what's the right decision. We ultimately pigeonhole ourselves into bad choices. The illusion of freedom. So anyway, enough about that. I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah, man, it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad. And when you start chopping it down into pieces, I'll be really like, show me where you're free. Well, you have freedom of choices, but a limited amount of choices to pick from. If I was a ruling person, if I was in my Thanos, I certainly would give you people a limited amount of choices to pick from. And then you can still say, well, I gave you the choice. I can still say I at least gave you the choice. You got to choose. All right. Um. Anyway, I know somebody's going to disagree with me in the comment section. I don't care. I've heard this before. And uh, yeah. Where are we at? King of Spades says, old lady in the video you played on the show about a half a year ago. Oh, you mean, I know what you're talking about, <laughs> where she was saying, come on over and hit them skins. Y'all brothers would have went there, too. Y'all would have went over there, too. All right, where are we at here? Craig Coleman says, there was a sex ring bust in Plano, Texas last year. Maybe that's it. I'm surprised they didn't take an opportunity to bust them dudes. Crazy. Um, And, and uh, somebody says, the cost of free will. I want you to look at some of the things that people be having you try to vote for. It's mind-blowing. You're like, why would you choose that? Why would you? It's mind-blowing what people do to themselves. I'll be like, man, do you realize it's going to be worse out for you long-term? Or it's going to put pressure on people? Or it's going to restrict other people's freedoms? 
and people are selfish. They'll say, I don't care about other people's freedoms. I care about my own. And I'm like, well, you're signing up. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But listen, I can't be I can't be the voice of reason. People got to do what they got to do. But I often look at it as. You know what I mean? Um, you know, the frameworkers of the original country wanted people to have skin in the game. And I think when you don't have skin in the game, you thus make decisions you make. It's a very, very, very classic conversation. Macaroni, Tony, you ain't lying. A lot of nursing homes and retirement homes are actually full of STDs because they hardly are cleaning and definitely ain't using protection. Who knew that? Who knew that? Did you guys know that ST um, nursing homes have the highest rate of STDs, even higher than college? Who knew that? All right, I actually did a lot of shows on that to show you that older people out here doing the nasty without no interrupts. Roski, dude, they don't fear death. Here's the hard thing. Here's the hard thing to think. I, you know what I mean? Like, if you went through, you went through the flapper years, you went through your May West years, you went through the whole damn 1970s Club 54 years, you went through the 1980s, you are my lady. You went through the all the way through the 90s, zoom, 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 and the boom, boom. You went to 2000s, 112, and jagged edge. Now you made it. You know what I mean? You already had a nursing home. Are you scared of getting, are you scared of dying from a disease? Are you scared of dying from a disease, a STD? You know why? You know why you're not scared of dying from an STD at that age? Because you ain't dead, right? You still alive. Yeah, they went through the Rick James years. They still alive. They like, what? I didn't had all kind of shit. I ain't dead yet. What the hell to stop now? So I got the clap. <laughs> they like, whatever. I'm just going to get my penicillin shot. Be right back here. Cleared up. In about 72 hours, right in. You like, they don't care. They ain't scared. Now, when you like 18, you like the clap. Oh my gosh, what? The drip, drip. I'm going to be dripping, oozing, pussing, cuss, cuss, cussing, drip, 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 and put, put. <laughs> Went to the bathroom and said, Mama Mia. You don't want nothing. You don't get crabs. Oh my God, please no. No crabs. You scared of everything. I'm going to get the heavy jivy. I'm going to get A's. I'm going to be dead tomorrow. That's what you're scared of. Old people are like, I'm already 60, 68 years old. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to be 69. And they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. they like, just give me some penicillin. Shoot that up. Shoot it right there. Shoot it right in there. They don't care. <laughs> so, um. Here's the thing, man. I tell you, man. So they don't give a damn. STIs, STIs, nursing home are staggering rates. So, yes, your granny, your nana, your nana be getting it on. They put on that Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Wow. Have mercy. Let's get it on. All right. Uh, let me see right here. And they don't be cleaning themselves off because, you know, when you young, you go right to you, you, you smashing the Momo. You smashing the Momo, you go right to the bathroom. You get the rag. You just to be washing the mess off of you. You be like, get that slime off. You go right to the sink. Right to the sink. The woman laying there in the bed with all of the all of your DNA on her everywhere. She ain't washing nothing off. Have y'all ever had? Let's get into it. This is a family show. 
Okay. You don't wash everything off. She ain't washed Nathan off. Have you ever had that? You looking at her like you're going to jump in the shower real quick. You're going to take a bird bath. You're going to wash that off. You're going to gargle. You're going to you need an extra toothbrush. You're going to wipe that off your lip. You're going to wipe that off there. She just get up. She just get right up. Put her bra on. Put everything off. Walk in with all your specimen on them. Be like, Hold on. Let me get that real quick. <laughs> she get home. I can still feel you inside of me. You're like, I can feel them swimming inside of me. They in there like, <laughs> yep, she go right to work. And then they be wondering why they catch you like the Kobe Bryant girl with six men's DNA inside of her panties. Well, I just grabbed some from the, look, remember when Kobe, <laughs> remember, yeah, they be soaking in the essence. Remember when the Kobe girl claimed Kobe hit them skins against her consent? And then they went and it was like, well, let's test the DNA of the, you know, they did her kit and her panties had like three and four other dudes. And they was like, uh, this is one pair of panties. How, how many days did you wear these? That's a nasty thing. Number one, how many days did you wear this? Okay. There's three other men, other men's DNA, other men's. She was like, well, I changed my clothes and I grabbed the panties that were on top. Of the of the um of the uh the, the the little thing of the dirty clothes hamper, she grabbed the panties that was on the top and still had two men. This bruh, man, how, how, sway, how, sway, how, sway, how you grab, how you change these and you brought these. <laughs> oh yeah, and not one was her boyfriend. Did y'all know that? Y'all didn't know that, boy. Y'all going to be mad at me. Not one of those DNAs was her actual boyfriend. Remember, she had a boyfriend. And they had three. Y'all want me to bring it up? <laughs> he says, this is real. This is real. This shit happened. This shit happened. That's why. And, and then they said they're going to slut shame her. You know, this is what great victims often. Uh, they, they don't want to um, bring up because they're going to uh, use this against her. Hold on for a second. Kobe. Shout out to Kobe. Bryant girl DNA. Let me see. I'm going I'm to this. Here it is right here. This going back to 2004. We talk about false alligators. This forced them to drop the case. This forced them to drop the case. They was like, we can't go forward with this case. That's why he had to pay her off. Look, DNA evidence forces prosecutor to drop the Kobe Bryant case. See, the media don't tell you this shit. They was like, damn. <laughs> they said they dropped the case. They was like, man, let's get let me let me let's get into it. This is the evening show, so we can get off subject here. The prosecutors of the basketball star, superstar Kobe Bryant on the grape charges on the verge of it's on the verge of collapse last night as prosecutor sources told several media outlets that they would ask the judge to drop the charges as early as today. The prosecution of the basketball star on the grape charges was on the verge of collapse last night as prosecutors, prosecution sources told, wait a minute, that's they repeated that. The case, which causes uh, caused a sensation when it first surfaced because of the Lakers. Here, there was a squeaky image, all right, has been in trouble for months because of conflicting evidence surrounding last year's encounter between the person and the hotel reception. The accuser alleged she had medical evidence to show that Mr. Bryant had forced 
her, him, himself onto her, contradicting the star's assertion. However, a DNA test traced hair and semen found in her underwear to someone other than Mr. Bryant, indicating she had more than one sexual partner around the time of the alleged assault. The prosecution fought doggedly to keep that evidence out of the courtroom arguing that the alleged victim's sexual habits and history were her own private business and that airing them in public would merely com compound her trauma. Okay, man, look, I, 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 bruh, look, this is how they, they, they tried to throw it out. They tried to throw the ish out. And then it says, Judge Terry R., however, ruled in July that the usual grape shield provisions did not apply in this case because any encounter in the period immediately preceding or following the alleged attack was too pertinent to ignore. And here it is here. Let me grow up right here. Let me see if I can find where it shows right here. A filing by the defense, meanwhile, alleged that a forensic expert consulted by the prosecution had information that undermined the accuser's allegation in the prosecutor's case and corroborated Mr. Bryan's defense on the central issue, the cause and significance of the accuser's alleged injuries. Oh, man, where is the, where's the one that says that there were three dudes and one wasn't his boy, wasn't, one wasn't her boyfriend? It is real. It is real, real thing here. Let me see if I can go back. So, did say it happened. Let me see here. Anyway. Talking about an old story. Let's see here. This one's an old Twitter. But um, let me see if I can pull this up. But yeah. Uh, can't find it. But listen, I, I don't want to say I can't find it because people are going to be like, no, it's not true. But it was true. She had, um, let me see here if I can put not boyfriend. Not boyfriend. See if the article could come up. Yeah, too much here. Anyway, anyway. So anyway, that it is true. Coyble's lawyer seeks new DNA. All right, let me see if I can get it real quick. See if it's in here. Oh, man, that is tough right here. It's tough, tough, tough. Yeah, I wasn't ready to present it, so I can't find it. But anyway, anyway, it, it happened. It happened. It happened. So, uh, yeah, and he actually ended up having to pay her off. But with that being said, we were talking about nursing home, nursing home uh, STIs. Top six reasons why STIs are rising in nursing homes. All right. The types that are rising. More and more elderly seniors are sexually active, especially with the blue pill. And it says right here, the most common STDs among elderly population, and this is a new article, HIV, chlamydia, uh, syphilis, gonorrhea, and others infections like Shigella and meningococcal. I don't even know what these is. Why are they common? People over a certain age like to believe that they're on the race's final leg. That is life. And while age is just a, is just a number, it does not hurt to live life to the fullest. Single senior senior members, male and female, who engage in activity without often giving it much, too much thought. As a result, no one stops questioning or asking about medical history. This is why elderly people, STDs, and nursing homes are rapidly rising and increasing across the country. 
and so forth and so on. There you go, guys. All right. They ain't giving a damn. <laughs> All right. They ain't giving a damn. They out there. Skeet, skeet, skeet. All right. Let me see here. Let's get these uh super chats. Did I get Tom Kelly, longtime coach gang member with the sponsorship? He says, uh, my mistake, and it's, he was a, he's been a supporter since 2018. My mistake, stake number two, read the book, What to Expect. They left out the chapter about the divorce graping. Coach, always the truth, man. He says, can you show, can you do a show on women coming to God after 50 to clean their record? Oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, the humanity. Yeah, man, them old ladies become church ladies. And they be in there crying, repenting, shouting, witnessing. And guess what? They in there done done dirt. Many people about that before they die, they come clean. Yes, they come clean. They got, I got to come clean to the Lord. All this dirt I done done. And you know, a lot of people see old ladies. You know, I always tell you, old people deserve a little bit of, you know, leeway. They're old. They had here. But I always look at old people like I look at old people on America's Most Wanted, right? You ever watch America's Most Wanted and they be some old person or they do the old. They was like, this person did some shit in the 70s. Now they like old and they do the whole little facial features. And it's an old person. You be looking at them like, dude, that can be anybody. So the sinners got to repent. <laughs> they about to die. They come to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I was out there. In these streets, indeed she was. In these streets. Yeah, the John Walsh, you looking at him, and they catch the old man, and he'd be having the old Kmart yellow dress shirt with the cut-off sleeves and the brown slacks. He done killed his whole family. You'd be like, and they was out there 50 years, ain't nobody said shit. They was out there Halloween giving out candy to kids. And they driving up and down California deleting street walking women. You like no 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 no. I look at old people. I be looking at you like, what did you do? When I was young, old people they used to catch old people that was in the SS Army. <laughs> they was out there turning on the uh, gas in the showers on 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 the you know who's, and they would catch them. They was like, there's some living in Columbus, Ohio. They would go get them and round their ass up, and they was old as hell. I was like, damn, like how old were you when you was doing this? They was like 20 years old doing the whole goose step, turning on gas. Like, oh, man, you guys are reprehensible. They didn't live their whole life. Old people, I give you your due, but I be looking at y'all sideways. I be looking at grannies. She walking down the street. Listening to everyday people. I am everyday people. And she just a granny. I be looking at they ass like. I know you was acting up when you was young. Oh, no. I'm just a granny. No, not to me. You not. Shout out to Roderick Miller. Young chicks coming around and getting the old dudes. Yes, they are. And so a lot of these old dudes got the, you know what? <laughs> they got the little clap around here. Shout out to the youngins out here. Uh, we're going to get to, we're going to talk about the sexual revolution with the young women, the true cost of this as well. Yes, your granny was a clapper, a, a clapper. Your granny was a flapper. 
Your granny used to get down and she used to do the bump. Get down, boogie, jungle, boogie, da-da-da-da-da-da. She be doing the bump with the bell bottoms. That was your granny. You know, my granny is a little bit older than that. <laughs> your granny was a flower child and survived. Your granny was listening to Led Zeppelin and uh, Peter, Paul, and Mary. Probably one of the Peter, Paul, and Mary. Your granny used to watch Cher and Sonny. I got you, babe. Your granny used to do that. Your granny was out there. If the funk don't hit, and she was hitting to that funk, that was your granny. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Maryland guy. Listen to the double Dutch bus in them bare bottoms. She used to wear the hot pants. Your granny used to chase after James Brown. Your granny used to chase chase after James Brown. Yes, your your granny used to chase after James Brown. James Brown, when he had the mustache, James Brown. When he had when he had the black mustache, when he looked like he probably was snort. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, Maryland guy says there's a girl at work who thinks they're diluting gasoline with water because you really can't smell the gas anymore at the gas station. I've heard this before. I tried to argue with her, but figured why even bother? They're clueless when it comes to automobiles. I've actually heard that theory. She might have heard that from somewhere. All right, because gasoline used to have a very distinct and strong smell. All right, so much so that when you pump your gas, if you weren't wearing gloves, you would get gasoline and it would be on your hand. You walk in the car and it smell like gas a mile away. So I do know people that believe in that theory. Okay. But uh, yeah, when it comes to automobiles, they know not what they speaketh. They know not what they do. Let's get back into it. All right. Uh, let's see here. Trouble with J-Lo and her new husband. And then we're going to get to, uh, oh, we got a couple more subjects here. Let's take you to J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Apparently, people have a clip going around saying there's trouble in paradise. Now, to be fair, this is a very short clip, all right? I mean, the clip, and it's been slow motion. So, you know, it is a moment in time. But it looks like uh, Ben says something to her, and there's a reaction on both people's side, and they go about their business. So, see, it's in slow motion, so it's a really a 12-second interaction. And he's trying to tell her something, and he tells her to straighten up, and he says, yeah, bitch. He's like, what, bitch, please? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. And let's see how she looks. There she is right there, rolling a little eyes, Jenny from the block. I'm not happy. And look at it. He's looking at her like, what you? You bitch. You bitch. You know, it's a very slow down conversation here. And then, uh-oh. Oh, we better straighten up. So this is when they realized they were on camera. Oh, better straighten up and show a smiley face because we got to be happy. And you see, oh, an eye roll. Uh-oh. I'm going to tell you what this is here in a second. What this is here in a second. I'll give you what that is. Oh, this is the fast motion. So this is really a short interaction. Uh, people are making a lot out of this. Uh, I can't really make a lot out of this too much. But I'm going to tell you a couple things that I noticed. Just a couple things that I noticed. I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. A couple things that I noticed. He says something to her, and she says, don't say that. Whatever that is, it's slowed down, so it looks like it's even more. What he wants to do is get out of there. He don't want any parts of this shit. He's like, man, I'm tired of this shit. I think he's an introvert. 
Yeah, I'm going to unpack it. I'll unpack it. Why not? You know what I mean? I'll unpack the bullshit. Um, I think he doesn't want any parts of being famous. He doesn't want to be at the award shows. He probably is well past this. She's not. Um, And um, he has suffered from depression and a lot of other things. I think he's probably an agoraphobe, meaning he doesn't like to be out or it with big groups. There's several instances of that. He just doesn't seem like a happy person. He doesn't seem like a happy person. New, 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 new world order. So uh, I don't think he wants to be there and he's probably miserable and these award shows can go on and on. So that's the first part that I see right there. I think he's an introvert or he's just depressed as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's a happy person, but he snaps at her. Look at that. Look, boy, if that was a picture right here, you can frame this picture. And he can look like an abuser towards her because she definitely looks like she's trying to be passive aggressive, which women are. And now they got to play it off. So I'll unpack it. Obviously, they got they snapped out. Have you ever have you ever have you ever been around an old couple? Not an old couple, but, you know, they've been around for at least 12 or 15 years. Have you ever noticed that they be uh, um, what's the word? Um, I won't say nagging. But they're bickering. Bickering's the word. Have you noticed that they're bickering all the time? Now, these people don't realize that they're bickering all the time. So you could be you could be with them and be in the backseat and they be bickering all the time. And why are you going this way? And why do you go this way? And why didn't you just say so? If you really were just wanted to tell me, I, you could have just said it. Well, I just didn't want to say it. Well, next time, just say it. Then it'll be quiet. I mean, listen. If you wanted to go this route, why didn't you just pip, print out the map on MapQuest? And then we could have went this direction. Well, I, I wanted to go this direction, but I figured that you like to go past the uh, you like to go past the Piggly Wiggly every time, every time you mention. And, and so what? That's why I went. I mean, just leave me alone. And then they'll look in the rearview mirror on your ass. They'll look at a review. Is it marriage grand? And they be giggling and sniggling. <laughs> we really love each other. I mean. But they literally be bickering, 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 bickering. And they don't realize that you don't want to hear any bickering. Any bickering is bad as hell, but they bickering nonstop. And then what will happen is you'll get to the you'll get to where you're going. You'll be sitting there chilling and then somebody will bicker and bring some old shit back up. Did you leave the cat food out? Why did you leave that cat food out? I told you get this cat food. Well, I did pick up that cat food. I picked it up the other day, and you normally leave it out. So that's why I left it out this time. Yeah, but we're not home right now. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, man, dude. And so here it is. Yeah, they're desensitized to the amount they bicker. If you, they actually recorded themselves, they find themselves to be despicable. But these are happy marriages. And so what's going on here? They got caught bickering. That's why I brought it up. They got caught bickering. And these bickerings now, we can now unpack it, but they got caught bickering and then they straightened up. They was like, oh, we got caught. We was out there. We lost frame for a second. Here it is. They lost frame. You see him? And he's like, oh, shit. Oh, 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 damn. Okay, let me straighten this shit up. They got caught bickering. Now, this is important. Unpacking this shit for no reason at all. <laughs> now, here's the important part. This is what women do that is very passive aggressive, and you must watch out for this. Now, the next thing she does 
is she now looks to the court of public opinion. And women know they caught them bickering. Somebody caught their ass. And then she looks and she gets a confirmation. Like, yeah, he's stupid mother sucker or he this and that. You see this shit. They will do this shit. And this is what I'm picking up. This is my spidey senses. Take a look. Watch it right here. You see the smile? <laughs> the whole giggle. <laughs> right? That right there. And that's women code for that's a nonverbal agreement as, uh, yeah, like I got this ninja in control type of shit. You see that? That, that little slight. That little slight there, right there. That's a that that, that right there. That, that that's the only thing I'm uncomfortable about. Anyway, why are we unpacking that shit? I don't know. It was a small clip. Okay, all right. Oh, are we on? We're on Michael Strahan. I don't even think I have a banner for this one, but I'll keep this up right here. Michael Strahan. All right, let's get to Michael Strahan. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, so um. Michael Strahan has hooked up with him a white woman. Shout out to Michael Strahan. He got taste out here. He out there got him a nice piece of vanilla calico. Uh-oh. Is that a mug shop? Once again, ninjas picking at the bottom of the barrel of other races. I get it, man. You know what? Listen. Listen. Here's the thing. It wasn't that long. We just couldn't even, we couldn't even pick another race of woman. So I get it, man. We got to work out the kinks. <laughs> we got to work out the Kings brothers, you know, because in the 70s, you couldn't even look at a white woman. In the 50s, Emmett Till. I got a great story about Emmett Till, too, but I, I got to figure out how to share it because it's personal information. If you had a conspiracy theory about Emmett Till, Emmett Till it has actually been confirmed by the information that I have, and it was shared to me. So I have to figure out how to get the information out. Okay. But the conspiracy theory is said by a witness to be true. Anyway, so yes, brothers, we got to work out the kinks. You know what I mean? We go in passport, you you grabbing up low-hanging fruit. We go to white women, we grab the worst of the white women, the women that nobody carry about, carry about. Even when we rich, we out here grabbing the worst. What is it about black men's selection here? We need to work on this. And of course, I'm willing to help. And listen, I am I am a I am a uh, perpetrator here. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like an Al-Anon or an AA meeting. I'm a part of this problem too, man. I'll be picking the wrong broads too. I'll be picking the bottom of the barrel women too from other races. <laughs> All right, uh, here we go right here. What now, Michael Strahan? Come on, brother. Brother, you already done dodged a time bomb with that ex-wife of yours then you were dating again now you're running around here you will say you know picking the wrong women is life-changing you're one of the highly most high ranked media members out here let me look up his net worth there should be no reason michael strahan that you're making mistakes out here and we can have a consultation if you want let me see what his network is the dude works like a slave he got a super bowl ring He's on TV everywhere. He's on ESPN, ABC. I know these are the same parent companies. The dude's on Monday Night Football, Tuesday Night Football. He's worth $65 million after getting divorced. Great, the kingdom come. Now we out here aiming low and hitting. I mean, we need to work on this. And Michael, we can work on this together. Just send me my feed. Let's go into it. 
inside the Good Morning America host, Michael Strahan's girlfriend, Kayla Quick. Kayla Quick's pass from strip club gig to stealing grandma's jewelry. Damn, I'm out here winning life, man. His long-term girlfriend, Kayla Quick, has a checkered past, including a theft arrest. The talk show host began dating the 33-year-old shortly after his split from his fiance Nicole Murphy. Well, that might have been a better deal, but that woman definitely Nicole Murphy is the devil. All right, I'm gonna tell you if that if you can't tell she bad news, I don't know what you he Michael can sure pick him. Michael can sure pick him. <laughs> he got Nicole Murphy, his toxic ex-wife, and this girl. This girl, my lord. Hey man, Michael, let's work on this together, man. This your girl, bruh. I would run with the quickness, man. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, brother. <laughs> Jesus. I told you my story. I messed with a white girl and she told me she was a felon. She about to go to court for second degree homicide. I was like, what? I was like. <laughs> there she is. She was arrested when she was 18 for grand theft for allegedly stealing $6,000 in jewelry. From her elderly grandmother. Y'all still gonna hit. I still would hit. But this dude, look at her, man. Yo, is she Master Splinter? Oh, dude, I get man. She don't even look like she alive. She dead on the inside already. She dead. She her whole software is malfunction. All she did was get her hair curled and the ninja start showing his teeth. Hold up for a second. Here it is, guys. Here it is. My theory proves right once again. Black men like to show them damn teeth when they get them a white woman. Any, any white woman in Chuffs, man. This is terrible. Man. All the humanity. All she did is all she has is long hair going for her. We love hair, too. So, you know, however, Kayla doesn't appear to have a, the squeaky. Oh, wait a minute. Did I skip something? Let me go back. Let's go back. Okay. All right. I didn't skip anything. However, Kayla doesn't appear to have the squeaky clean image fans expect for the GMA front man. In fact, Kayla, who was a former strip club club cocktail waitress. No, 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 no. No. She was a stripper. All right. She, strip club cocktail. They all say that. I, I'm just a cocktail waitress in here. I don't actually strip. I just in the waitress got into some legal trouble years ago before meeting Michael. The trouble began when Kayla was 14 years old. What did I tell you? What did I tell you about young? What do I tell you about women, man? You got to go all the way back to their 12 years old, get their records when they're 12. I know it seems wrong. Get their records when they're 12, go to their middle school, get they whole damn. Give me your file. This is what we call pull your file. You got to go all the way back to their 12. Why, gentlemen? Many times, young women, when they're 12, 15, 16, many of them, daddy issues, many of them broken home, many of them rebellion stage. I showed you the video of the young woman said, when I was 14, I was riding around with drug dealers. And my 13-year-old son scared to talk to women. You guys got to go all the way back. Dig into their records. Get their high school file. Dig into them records. And so she already in trouble at 14. Why? Because women progress. They mature faster, right? We're going to use what they, their propaganda. 
women mature faster. So they're probably going to get in trouble way more. And the trouble's going to get, they're going to pass the buck. All right, they'll get in trouble. Oh, she's still a good girl. Oh, okay, something must be wrong. Oh, let's get her some help. Oh, let's not put her in detention. Don't punish her too hard. Don't throw her in jail. Don't get, don't put her in juvie. And they literally let her become the demon seed. Right? She didn't committed more crimes than everybody. She didn't stole from the teacher. So they give her a pass, 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 pass down the line. So if, since they mature earlier, they do stupid shit earlier. And they get away with it earlier. The trouble began when Kayla was 14 years old and she was arrested for disorderly conduct after allegedly getting into a scuffle in her Port Charlotte, Florida hometown. Anybody know where Port Charlotte is? That sounds like trailer park trash to me. According to official documents obtained by the radar, the outcome of the case is unknown since she was a juvenile at the time. However, she again found herself in some legal issues several years later after getting busted for allegedly stealing from her elderly grandmother. The outlet reported that the arrest affidavit filed by the Charlotte County Sheriff Office in May 2005 detailed the incident in which she was charged with grand theft. Grand theft? Jesus. Grand theft. The affidavit stated Kayla and her then-boyfriend. What do we tell you guys? Boyfriend. She was already clapping cheeks and dropping neck were accused of breaking into the 83-year-old grandmother's house, I'm sure she's dead by now, and looting 6 k worth of jewelry after her grandmother discovered the missing items and the neighbor informed her that they witnessed Kayla and Justin lurking around the home. She decided to press charges on her own granddaughter. Shout out to Granny or Nana. Oh, there's more. Oh, Lord, there's more. Let's get, boy. Somebody says love is love. <laughs> This is the biggest piece of trailer park trash I've seen in a minute. Hours later, Kayla called the police and confessed her wrongdoing. Shout out to her. Again, the outcome could not be determined as the case was turned over to juvenile authorities. Additionally, the outlet reported that Kayla spent four months working as a cocktail waitress at a Tampa strip club, the Dollhouse. I've been there before. When she was 18, brothers. Hey. 18, and she already in the script club. Guys. Read my free ebook. Go to my website, gregadams1.com. CGA is undefeated. This is why you vet well past eight. You got to do 18 is an old woman these days. They've been through some shit. And people will be like 18, 19 year old girls. Oh, she's young. She's a baby. This woman then lived two of y'all simps lives by 18. Ay, ay, ay. This is a bad seed, man. And by the way, before you ask me why I'm reporting on this, <laughs> this is in a news publication. She already in the script club at 18, arrested twice. Ugh. A source who knew the now entrepreneur claimed she would bank up to $2,000 a week. I guarantee you she was in there before she was 18. And what gets you to, uh, oh, it sounds like the, the boyfriend was pimping her. Kayla ex, Kayla's ex, Justin, Oh, Justin Tellin? Oh, no, he's not. Revealed to the publication that she was, quote, a good girl growing up, though her behavior shifted by her teenage years, which is when her trouble with the law began. Let's go back and unpack that shit. This is, let's go back and unpack this. Justin says she was a good girl. When? Before she was a teenager, which doesn't count. 
man, before you're a teenager, man, that don't count. Everybody's a good girl or a good boy by that age. And then now her behavior shifted by her teenage years. What did I tell you about teenage girl rebellion? What do I tell you about teenage girl rebellion? You don't even know the half of the bullshit that they've gone through. Not only that, that's number one. Her mom will hide the truth from you as to how bad this is. Wow. And he's hiding the truth. He knows what she was doing. What else did they say? He also claims that almost overnight, she became this huge partier at 14, despite previously maintaining a more low-key lifestyle. There's actually a movie about this called 13. And before you perverts go and watch the movie, it ain't what you think. All right, but the movie's called 13, okay? And the movie is about the age where the girl goes from middle school to high school or seventh to eighth grade is something like that. And they go crazy. What tends to happen is I remember these years, right? You go to these years and what happened is the girl, like even a boy, you go there, you're a little bit innocent. You get to high, high school or middle school and everybody's a little bit more mature. You start, stop wearing your underoos. You stop wearing your captain America pants. You stop reading books. You trying to be cool. You try to roll with the gangs. You try to, you know what I mean? And same thing with the girls. They stop wearing their little frilly socks and their My Little Pony, and they start playing, stop playing with Barbie and start playing with Bratz dolls, right? They start dealing with this early age onset maturity, and it happens overnight. What's it called, teens? It happens overnight, guys. So you guys got to watch out that if you have kids, um, you know, it happens overnight just like that. Stop wearing your Captain Underpants. Um, and she seems to be falling into that. Now, some people are going to say she's 33 now, coach. She made her amends with the law. She's still a good woman. Mm. Well, Michael Strahan is going to be the one that finds out. All right. He got to have to roll the dice on that. I would have got out of there. I would have got out of there. Never underestimate the amount of trouble young women can get in. You know what? The main reason is people, they they don't punish them like they do young men. So they'll give them all kind of support and counselors and therapy and, and they, they won't suspend them. They'll be bringing in alcohol. I remember in eighth grade girls was drinking alcohol in middle school. Yeah, they was coming in bad, but they, they, they didn't suspend them or um, expel them. They just gave them a pass. And then there's nothing on their record. You guys got to watch out for that shit. Investigate the people who you're messing with. All right. He did not marry her. They're still dating long term. All right. Let's get to the. Oh, we got we got we got a couple more stories here. Uh, this is a are you married or happy? Married people. Are you with me? Are you married or happy? Let's go to the three stooges here. Uh, shout out to this one. Are you married or happy? Let's go ahead and play it. Morning, sir. I'm the census taker. Are you married or happy? Married. Well, why I oughta. <laughs> All right. So even back then, they knew the old battle axe, the old bag of bones. You know what I mean? Even back then, they knew. Morning, sir. I'm the census taker. Are you married or happy? 
All right, so that's going to be my new one. Are you married or happy? You got to ask people that. Hey, one of these days, one of these days, I'm going to use that to a couple. <laughs> I'm going I'm to go up to a couple. They're going to introduce themselves. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Oh, are you two married or happy? <laughs> oh, man. Somebody says, Coach, I watched the stream on fatherless daughters. You explained that the father that never said no to their daughters are where Karen's come from. It all makes sense now. Yes. A big red flag is a woman who has never heard no, right? From generation X, their dad never told them no. That is a bad one. Or they rebelled against the father, meaning the father tried to keep her in line and she rebelled. Those two women are bad news, bad news. Because they're spoiled brats, right? Uh, a woman that has never heard their father say no. Okay, dear. He basically is like, you know, a happy wife, happy life, but happy daughter, happy life. Them dads, right? Th them daughters right there are bad news. Typically suburban. I worked in private communities. I would see these suburban Kayleys. They were so arrogant. You know what I mean? Like the entitlement. And we saw this with this young black girl today who got the Tesla instead of the Mercedes, right? And these girls would, you know, in this private community, they would be, they'd be walking around like they badasses and they'll get in their little Jeep that their daddy bought that is paying probably like $800 a month plus the insurance, which is sky ass high, plus the parking tickets and the gas. And these girls are jumping a Jeep pouting, you know what I mean? Mad at the world. And the world was handed on them over on the silver platter. Every now and then, suburban white women, I, I can get them to break. You know what I mean? I actually was good at getting these spoiled-ass brats in the Orange County area of Newport. I could be like, I already know. Look, you ain't pulling no bullshit on me, right? But those women were lethal. Those women are lethal, guys. I'm talking about, man, I mean, conniving, manipulating and I'd be like, dude, they're going to be a problem for somebody. And they were doing drugs and pill, dude, pill. Man, mad problems. If, if, you're, if you're wanting to date higher, upper-scale suburban white women, be careful with them. They are entitled. I call it the princess. Um, They have a princess mentality. It is bad. It is bad. I, you know, they, you know, if you like those type of women looks-wise, it's cool, but to put up with them all the time, whoo, I couldn't do it, man. They are dangerous. Like they'll they'll pull some shit on you, tie you in a knot, tie you in a knot, and their dads are the weak spot. Yes, we're blaming men. Yes, we're blaming Jermaine. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always the dad. The dad is the weak spot in that whole person's development. So he's a present dad. We talked about present dads, but he's a run over pushover. Bad news. You do not want you. But what will happen is they'll be the trophy wives and they'll be the wives that are cool and they fit and they go into yoga and they go into their boxing trainer when they go when they grow up. Dude, those girls. When you do the remodel on your house, <laughs> when you marry them, you're going to be the pushover dad because you're just going to go smile tell and she has her little little yoga pants and her little yoga shorts and they look like kindergarten clothes when they take them off you look at like that fits you and she puts them on yep they fit me she walks her dog and she drops her kids off the school and 
Dude, when you do the remodel on your house, she gonna turn your life inside out. Mm. There's a lot of, and, and this is not just white women, it's rich women. Middle Eastern women, per, they're, they're kind of the same way. And we told you, like, if you want to date women like that, get your money out. I have a I have a Middle Eastern chick that I messed with when she was younger on the low low. And she sent me a funny, um, funny meme. And I told her I was like, Middle Eastern girls are expensive. And she laughed. I'm going to show you right here. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to I'm going to see if I can find it for you just so I can show you. If you, because some of you broke ninjas think you just gonna use some salami to get your girl, it's a bigger game than that. It's a bigger game. Salami ain't it. You are gonna have to be. And then when you get her or talking to her is one thing, but getting her and keeping her is a whole another game. Keeping her is a whole another game. And guys, talking to women is one thing. You gotta keep the woman. Keeping the woman is a whole another thing here. Let me find these women here. Let me find these women. What, when did she send me this? Give me one second. And he's interviewing people outside of Beverly Hills, of course. So all of these people are, oh, I found her right here. Okay. Uh, guys, yeah, Middle Eastern women, bro, you better get your money up. They don't deal with broke dudes. They do not deal with broke. Not publicly, they don't. Here we go. I'm a housewife. Okay, how about you? I'm a housewife as okay. well. As a housewife, right? Yeah. How much money are you making a year, roundabout? All right, last year was a bit low, but maybe like 52. 52 million? Yeah, that was a slow year. Do I know your husband? I can't I can't disclose that. Can't okay, around about how much are you making a year as a housewife? Look, I don't make anything. It's my husband that makes it. Okay, so how much are you spending? Oh, I, I don't keep count. Can I guess? I could guess. I'm going to say you spend at least a million a year. Look, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Less or more? More. More. Hey. Dude, I know some chicks like this, man. In Orange County, I know chicks just like this. They ain't good to look at. I mean, they be having a little body and they be having their surgeries and all this stuff. They spend money like crazy. Spend money like crazy. You could not keep up, guys. More. <laughs> Where do you ladies live? Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Okay, so do you rent or do you own? We own. Own. How much is your house worth over there in Beverly Hills? 25 mil. I think probably around the same. Maybe 20. How much money is in your checking account right now? You don't check? I don't need yeah. to check. You don't have to check? It's always it's always doubling up. It's always something. <laughs> yeah, I don't check. Okay, if I had to guess, can I guess? Yeah. I'm going to say you got at least 10 million in there. Just a little bit more. Okay, all right. What's your credit score? Only cash money up in here. What's the worst part about being a housewife? When my cleaner's late. I can't really fault it. What's the most overrated luxury brand? LV. Okay, LV, what about you? Yeah, Louis Vuitton. Okay, why Louis Vuitton? It's just every, everyone has it. Everyone. Yeah. I think everyone has everything, but it's just... There's a lot of fakes out now, so it just doesn't look as nice anymore. So if you could hang out with a rapper for a day, what rapper would it be? Drake or like J. Cole, maybe? Let's go J. Cole. Yeah. Okay, J. Cole. All right, all right. Why J. Cole? Music soft tap. He's just goaded. He's, he's that good. So who's cuter, Drake or J. Cole? My husband going to watch this? <laughs> no. Drake. Okay. Yeah, probably Drake's probably cute. What do y'all do for a living? Now, who thinks... I, I see some people saying these people are lying. Now, <laughs> these people think that these people are lying. Let me tell you something, guys. Just I, I want to be fair to you. I've lived in Southern California for a lot of years. I've lived in Southern California for a lot of years. I I I've been to some very big mansions. I've my kids went to school with a lot of rich people. Here's the thing. 
those people are very common in Los Angeles. Common. In Los Angeles, in Southern California, that is common to know and see people just like that. People do not know. And, and Beverly Hills is one of these places that people go. Not many locals go to Beverly Hills, but that it is what it is. And so Cal, $20 million house, I've been in them. It's simple. I Guys, Newport Beach, Beverly Hills, La Jolla, California. That is a common woman. Very easy. Very easy to say. I'm going to tell you. I don't know if they're lying, but those women right there are common. More common than you would think. I'm just letting you know. So anyway. A lot of people don't think that. You'd be like, nah, they lying, dude. And hold on for a second. Let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all something. I'm going to pull this up. Hopefully, I don't have any markers here. Let me see here. Oh, uh, let's see here. And by the way, the evening show, I do get off subject a little bit, so be patient. Uh, let's go back here. I'm going to pull up. Might not come up because we are in a bit of a downturn here. Let me see if I can get that going on here. There we go. Okay, look at this. Uh, can you guys see this here? I typed in. I typed in. Damn. I hate Zillow, man. You you press the you press the button a little bit and Zillow goes crazy. I pull up Zillow. I pull up Zillow.com and I put in houses for sale at $10 million. $10 million. I know a lot of guys don't think this. I used to live right up this road right here. Okay. Check this out. This is where I used to live right here. Just scroll to Del Mar. This is my gym is right here. My gym is right here. The gym that I used to train and the communities I used to train is right here. Take a look at the house prices in this area that are set. I think these are for sale now. No, these are, yeah, these are, these are the listings now. 14, these are the listings now, 14, 18, 15, 25, 12, 12, 20, 28, 22. These are just the listings, all right? 11, 27, 59, 58, 13 mil, all right? And this area is basically an open land area right here, okay? This is very, very common. He said that thou payment though. And this is just in one little area. Okay, I can pull up many, many areas. These are common people. These are all the people that come right down the hill. They'll shop right here at the Trader Joe's. They'll come and work out at my gym. And they'll go right back up here to these houses. Okay, so it's, dude, you're around money, money. You're around money, money. So for a person in California to meet a person on the street that has money, money like that is 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 like nothing. You're gonna see them all the time. You're gonna see them in their G wagon, in their Range Rover, and no cars mean nothing to them. So anyway, just so you guys know, I know people don't think these people exist, but they exist. <laughs> they exist. Somebody said South Pasadena, old money. Being around a house that's ten million dollars in Southern California, it's very common. And it doesn't even look like a $10 million house. You're like, that's worth $10 million? Yes, it is. 
All right. Where are we at here? And I was out there living in essentially what the projects were. I was a serving. I worked in the service industry. So I lived around these people. I rubbed elbows with these people. My kids went to school with these people. Um, and I was in their network and I trained these people. This is why people say, how do you know about money? Well, I'm not the most smart person about money, but that's these were my clients. <laughs> the clients that I just showed you, they, they live in that area right there. And they would come to my gym or I would go to their house and train them. All right, so when I talk about being around money, I was around a lot of money. And I was broke as a freaking joke. And then I got to the point where I wasn't. And then I lost my job in 2020. Let's get to this guy right here. Are y'all willing to do this, you nasty boys out here? Let's get to the nasty boys. Speaking of money, are you guys willing to marry a 76-year-old billionaire woman? Okay. Okay. Are you willing to meet and marry a 76-year-old billionaire? Look at this. Now, where are the people that were mad about Leonardo DiCaprio? Are we going to say that this individual is uh, being, is that woman a predator? Is this woman a predator? I'm willing to bet they're willing to say that he's still the predator. Well, wait a minute. If Leo DiCaprio is the predator and he's older, why is this man the predator and he's younger? Why is it that the man is always the predator? And it's all Jermaine who could do this, man? I don't know, man. I don't know if I can pull this off. A billion dollars, though. A billion dollars. These are for the dudes that say, I'm going to give me a rich woman, coach. All right, you're going to be waking up stanking pantyhose everywhere. It's all right now, Al. Let mama make it all better. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Stanking feet, stanking drawers. She done pooped in the bed, stanking everything. Peace, Lee, stanking. He got to run up in that. Ooh, Who can do this? Did I did I do a poll? 75 of y'all, 75% of y'all brothers are nasty. Oh, that's nasty. Maybe they're in love. Woo, way reprehensible. Let's get to it. He's a TikToker. Mm. Look at them granny arms and every. Oh, she got her blue hair in there. She's a youngin. She's young at heart. Mm. Teen trolled for proposing to soulmate age 76. How many balloons does grandma have? Wow. This is reprehensible, man. Oh, the humanity. Now, look, here it is. Age ain't nothing but a number. Wait a minute. When, 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 um, when, um, when, What's his name? When Leonardo DiCaprio was dating the younger girl, everybody's dissing him. But now age ain't nothing but a number. An Italian teen has gone viral on TikTok after proposing to a woman many have mistaken for his grandmother. And Giuseppe Diana, 19, 19, took the social media site on Monday claiming that he was becoming engaged to a 76-year-old soulmate whose name has not been publicly disclosed. Indiana's video, which has clocked up to 20 million views, featured a photo of the youngster popping the question while down on bended knee. 
the teen who was born in 2003 is subsequently seen smooching his gray-haired fiance. Imagine, does the carpet match the drapes? Born in 1946, who appears overjoyed by the proposal. And there they are right there. Oh, ooh, look at that granny gut. She got the granny belly deli. Look at him. Oh, gremlin hands. Okay. Allegedly, he says, La Nostra Promessa. All right. Whatever that means, which translates to our promise. The video also shows the sparkling diamond engagement ring uh, with which the uh, smitten teenager proposed with. There it is right there. This is only the beginning of a long relationship, Deanna also wrote, accompanied by a montage of photos of the couple. The video has widely been shared on TikTok with more than 50,000 viewers flocking to the comment section to share their opinion on the unusual romance. There he is. Oh, ugh. oh the humanity. <laughs> yeah, she had to have bought that ring. Check this out. She got the cankles. She got the dead ankles with the, you know, it's all discolored and disheveled. Ankles all swollen, feet all swollen. Shout out to this lady, though. Look at them calves, tree trunks out here. She about five foot one, granny, maybe four. Ooh Says right here. <laughs> Meanwhile, other sassy TikTokers accuse Deanna of using her, his much pretty, older partner for money see again here's the thing you can't win gentlemen you can't win if he if if you're leonardo and you're older and you date a younger woman you can't win if you're a young man and you date an older woman you can't win dude what are we doing would y'all clap them cheeks y'all nasty man y'all some nasty oh that's nasty that could be her. That could be his grand. That could be her granddaughter, grandson, whatever they call it. Meanwhile, some viewers believe that the mature lady is actually Deanna's grandmother, and that the proposal was nothing more than a prank. All right, that's probably what it is. All right, and maybe he proposed to his granny. All right, who thinks so? Deanna says right here. I don't know where they got the billionaire from, but I'm not sure. Would y'all do it for money? Apparently, TikTok has a couple of pranks like this. There you go right there. Look at that, man. Almighty. Hold up. Oh, the humanity. Man, you talk about rapping them. Rap you in. This is a power couple right here, huh? My warm embrace. <laughs> and I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. I married, he says, I married my wife when I was 17 and she was 71. <laughs> oh, man. This, what are we doing, y'all? 17 and 71? That got to be illegal. Look at them arms. Oh, there they Oh. Goodness, jeez. She got the jowls and everything. Boy, I tell you, ooh, she was a bad thing back in her day. Y'all taking that one? Woo! That got to be funky. Funky. Y'all ready for this? She got the jowls down there like the kindergarten teacher back in the day. Look at that shit. Oh, my Lord. Look at this ninja, too, man. All right, he's showing them teeth, too. Niggas always got to show they teeth. 
right? Ooh, look at that. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? Hey, they found love. You know what I mean? Look, there they go. They happy. Look at my man's beard, bro. All right, you need to line that shit up. What about this ninja right here? She looking like Skeletor. Look at this dude right here, bro. What are we doing? Niggas always got to show they Oh. Oh, man, the granny. Uh-oh. Mm, man, she don't look like she doing too well right here, man. Oh, man, what is the age difference here? I did a story on them already. I did a story on them. 23, wait a minute, 23 and 60, 60. They said she's 60. This woman's 60 years old. There ain't no way she's 60. She like 80. Oh, man. This is bad. Oh, man. What? Oh, the humanity. Yeah, this is Kaylee 80 years later. Y'all brothers missing out on y'all calling. All right. You missing out on your, uh, what do they call it? Y'all missing out on your, uh, I can't remember what it's called. You missing out on your blessing. That's what it is. Y'all missing out on y'all blessing. Y'all better get y'all's blessing, brothers. Oh, man. What, this is reprehensible. All right, last last check of any support, then we'll get to the main event. And it's a pretty lengthy one. The wealth manager says Kaylee from the junior college got folded up today like a love letter from the second grade, fifth grade art teacher and PhD candidate, Uncle Earl in the house. I got money. See, so dude, you got teachers out here, fifth grade art teacher and PhD candidate. Hey, I got money. They got to get through school somehow. Jasmine Rice. <laughs> Shout out to the wealth manager. Superman says, let's be honest. He's just waiting for her to kick the bucket. The funeral was planned at the wedding. Indeed. Henry Resilient, them the real bag chasers. They found their purpose. Man, I don't know, man. That is a little bit over the line for me. I don't know if I can go at that like that. Not, not living with one. Goodness. Maybe an off night. El Jefe, my best friend, watches your show just to hear my super chat CGA a la Verga. Take me out with the... Daddy. I messed that word. Messed that up. A la Verga? A la Verga. I'll try to give you an accent with it. A la Verga. Sound like I'm ordering Mexican tacos. I'll have a chill chimichanga and two... <laughs> you ever hear white folks ordering Mexican food? You like... Where we at? River Bacon says another five bucks because your advice is priceless. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Mike Laster says thank you for saving men's lives. You guys can um, you guys can do this. I think uh, you guys can. I, we have a new calling out here. I'll take two tortillas, some rice and beans, two chimichangas, a couple of burritos, two tacos. Eight enchiladas. You like, oh man, you're gonna be having Montezuma's revenge for Shiggity. You're gonna be Montezuma's revenging. All right, shout out to my man. We'll call you Micah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, coach. Cheers. Quesadilla. Yeah, man. Not the quesadilla. And I want a margarita silver. We got gorilla. 
Blanco, what? He says, uh, sent you some pictures of a 20-year-old dollhouse Tampa Bay Kaylee I was hanging out with last year. He says, I picked up after a wrestling show. Go to your IG, and they live in Tampa. The problem is I can't. My IG is only signed in on my phone, um, and so I can't pull it up on the Internet. That's what I can't do. Uh-oh. Looks like a brother that I know that watches us. He's in the hospital. What happened? I'm going to have to catch up with that. Uh-oh. Wow. Man, life turns on you fast. Oh, boy. Is that him? Okay, I can't tell. Yeah, what did you send it to? Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, uh, I can't really tell. I don't even know how to work the Instagram DMs. Like, if they're in a situation, is it the top? Rec- oh, I done fucked it up now. <laughs> Look, they people people uh 22 weeks ago, are you there? Nope. <laughs> Y'all want to see my DMs, man? A lot of blue check marks in here. Are you there? I'm like, I'm not here. What? Oh man, this is crazy. This is why I don't check. I don't check. I'm not even following me people right here. What is this right there? Oh, there goes another celebrity. <laughs> okay, where? Oh man. Oh, there's a girl too. There's some women in here. Uh oh. Hello. We got some ladies in the house. Hello, junior college checking in. Let me check to see how many ladies up in here. Ooh, there's another one. All right. Shout out to her. We call her Sam. Well, there's another one. There's some women up in here. They got to be sending me feed pictures. All right. Oh, there's another one. Oh, I see her. I don't check my DMs, man. This is uh this is crazy. Fresh would be upset with me. Trying to see what's going on in there. All right, I see a brother named Gone with John is in there. Shout out. Oh, ooh. we got a registered nurse. A nurse. She sent me a live video. We got a registered nurse up in here. Hold up for a second. It's a Oh, here's another one. Wait. Is that a guy or a girl? I can't tell. That's a woman. Look at that Kaylee. There's a Kaylee up in here. There's a cra- there's a Kaylee. There's a black sister. She said, I just wanted to say hi. She just wanted to say hi. Hello, sister. You man on oh, oh my mind. Sister said, just wanted to say hi. Oh, here's another one. Dang. I got sisters. Here's another sister. She says, Coach Greg Adams, I appreciate you. Hello. And she a light-skinned red bone. Hold up. Let me go down here. You know who you're going to blame for this. Now you got me. There's another one right there. She says, hey, Coach. Dude, somebody says Cap. Hold on for a second. You said Cap? Somebody said it's a skit. Why don't people believe me? Why don't people believe me? Who says Cap? Hold on for a second. I'm going to screenshot it for you. I'm going to screenshot it for you. People be like, Cap, y'all think I'll be over here and can't get no bitches. All right. Hold on for a second. I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. This is for you, brothers, from the evening service. This is for the evening service. I'm going to show y'all. I got to I gotta edit it out, though, a little bit. Hold on for a second. Let me, some of y'all, go, some of y'all's DMs is going to show up. 
All right. Who 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 is <laughs> it? They set me up. All right. Here we go. Right here. Y'all gonna see the middle message right here. Look. You see that right there? The middle message from who says, Coach, I appreciate you, but I didn't even click on it. Oh, the sisters. The sisters being there checking on me. Ten toes up gang in the building. Let me see if there's another sister or uh, let's see if any white girls are in there. Hold on for a second. Oh, here's one. Here's a girl. Here's a white girl right here. Well, I can understand your views on such and such. I don't even know what the hell they talking about. There's a white girl right there that's in the DMs. A bunch of ninjas. <laughs> oh, what are we doing here? Oh, there's another one. There's another sister right there. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, oh, I got. Oh, there's another one. She got her feet up. Doubt I'm lying right there. Anyway, now that I know there's action over there, <laughs> there's barbecue in there, man. There's barbecue. There's barbecue in there. I don't look at my DMs just so you guys know, man. It is impossible. Shout out to Schedule P says companies giving fake manager titles to save on overtime. Wow, man, it's getting bad. It's getting bad to save on overtime. I was supposed to look for somebody's DM, by the way. Uh, How do I find it? Let me see something here. Who is it coming from? Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it. All right. Anyway, couples, he says companies giving fake manager titles to save on overtime. All right. Shout out to those. Oh, I was checking for the feet pictures. Oh, I see it. I hold on. I know how to find it now. I can Google your name. Not Google. I can IG your name. Hold on for a second. Let me see something. Let me see something. Sorry, man. Hold on for a second. It's Glorilla. It's Gorilla Blanco. Let's see here. Oh, I can't find it. No, that's a private account. Are you following me? No. You're not even following me, man. You trying to set me up. Nah, man, you ain't even follow me. What? Mm. Private investigators. <laughs> what are we doing? I couldn't find it. All right, anyway. Are we ready to get back to the show? Enough of this tomfoolery on a, on a Monday evening. Like, because I got to follow you to see if you sent me a DM. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't see it. I would have to follow you. All right, so anyway. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the show. Main event. Main event time. <laughs> Ladies, there's competition in here. You don't think you're going to be the only one up in my DMs because it goes down in the DM. All right. Uh, let's see here. What What is the conversation we're having in? Oh, damn. The modern feminism, the sexual revolution failed American women. All right. Here it is right here. We're going to listen to a Kaylee and see if you agree with some of the stuff she's talking about. This is uh, allegedly a person fair use. This is on this guy named Chris Williamson's channel. This video has 614,000 views and uh, over 5,000 comments. And this woman's supposedly an expert. Her name is Louise Perry. Louise Perry. And she's not going to just 
uh, talk about from a women's perspective. She's going to talk about why women uh, lost due, due to female empowerment. Let's get rid of this guy on the picture. This is Chris. Fair use and go from here. Let me see if I need to slow the video down. Nope. Here we go. Why is it then that loveless sex isn't empowering? Yeah, I mean, because your animal brain, which none of us are completely in control of, for women in particular, even if there are some outliers, as you mentioned, I mean, often the outliers, like often women who who don't get attached to sex, for instance, have like a history of sexual trauma. There's often not a very healthy reason behind it, but like accepting the fact that there are outliers, your animal brain thinks that this guy is going to knock you up and like you are going to become a profoundly vulnerable mother baby dyad. You know, I can't even understand this woman, man. Hold up for a second. Hold up. Hold up. This shit sound like it was going to be good. I'm not about to listen to this shit. There goes that topic. There goes that topic. Anyway, if you want to watch the video, it sounds pretty good if you have time. It had some good information on it, but I'm not about to sit there and listen to this shit. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. Ladies, this is why you know you can't be around me for too much, man. I'll be like this. Women be talking. I'll be like. Oh, my Lord, man. Boring, boring. But she'd be good. You know, she sounds like she can probably. Probably come up with good conversation. This sounds like some of your content creators that be talking shit about me. No, I'm just playing. Boring. All right, man. Look, she has some good things to say, but this shit is going too slow and the show's going on way too long. Let me get let me check the super chats. I'm getting out of here, man. It, I, it's too late in the evening for this. All right. It's a Monday night. I got I got stuff going on. I got social media to post. I got DMs to check, allegedly. Yay. Ladies, man, y'all need to uh, catch up on it. Anyway, what topic are we discussing the, tomorrow? We'll get to that. We'll get to that in the morning. Ladies, send me your feet pictures if you wish. And uh, that's the end of the day show. We'll hit you with the dash you lady. And we'll get out of here. All right, man. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.